Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Dosvidanya, episode three. This is Russ, and joining with me, as always, are Jim Dietz and Aaron North. Dosvidanya, Tovarish. Boisha Moy. Yeah, I learned all my Russian from Marvel Comics. Yes. So. yes. Between uh, Black Widow and Colossus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So after a week off due to travel uh, and, and other stuff, we're back to talk about episodes four and five, Mr. and Mrs. Teacup and the Great mm-hmm. Patriotic War. And uh, I think it, it's funny. I think there's a lot that happened in both of these episodes. But I think uh, as we'll get to it, the Great Patriotic War, I think, is like way more thought provoking. And there's a lot of stuff going on in that episode. Yeah. Um, it's, the, it's the best episode of the season so far. I, I would I, agree I, with you, my friend. It's definitely uh, the turning point, too, for several characters. Oh, for, oh yeah, for yes. sure. Like, it's, a, it's, it's an extended episode for good reason. Like, it's really just it's pivoting things towards an end game. I mean, this, this final season's already been doing that. But that, this, that episode is... There's a lot, yeah. There's a lot going on that's just giving you signals of like, okay, things are not only going to move quicker now because they have to. There's only five episodes left, but it, it, it's 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 dealing with a lot. It's sure. kind of like when you're at the amusement park and you keep going up and up and up and up that first hill of the roller coaster, mm-hmm. and you're just about to go over the edge. That's what episode five was. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty intense. So episode four should have been titled, I think, uh, Elizabeth Sucks at Everything. Uh, yeah, because, she was in kind of a, a spy slump. Yeah. <laughs> and, and again, the great thing about it, I think, is to really accentuate the fact that without her, the team of her and Philip, like, she's just not as effective. Like, she just, like, she, her mojo is kind of slipping, right? Like, she, you know, she sneaks into the warehouse to try and get the radiation sensor based on the information that she got from the the the, the warehouse worker that she unceremoniously killed in the previous episode um and really comes up empty-handed like she sets off the what was weird is she set off the alarm like right when she went in and i don't know if she did you guys get the impression like she did that she knew that was going to happen when she went in or that was unexpected mm. i think Oh, go ahead, Aaron. I'm sorry. I, I don't think it was unexpected. I just think it, 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 from there things just weren't aligning. If they had, if they're, if she was pursuing like a you know a timeline of like, okay, this is going to happen, so I can do this and this amount of time and this and that, and just none of those things fell into you know it didn't fall in line. It just more became chaos where she had to improvise, which resulted in yeah not getting what it was after and you know shooting more people in the process. I think she's slipping. Like you see, Philip slipping in the you know the capitalist side of things with the uh, the travel agency, you know, not doing as well or whatever. And he's kind of like trying to struggle there. But I feel like Elizabeth is slipping too because you know she, like you say, Rush, she doesn't have Philip to back her up. You know, she's trying to keep Paige motivated, but not too motivated or motivated in the way that she wants her to be. And I think, and she, I mean, like she, uh, all, all in, all in service of trying to get the sensor. She you know, orchestrated the quote unquote suicide of that general. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she's, she shoots like three or four security guards in this, you know, she, she, uh, she killed another security guard and then she still doesn't have it. You know what I mean? I, I just feel like she's kind of losing her grip on, on her job, you know, as opposed there and along with everything else too. Yeah. You know, it's, and we've seen in the past, I mean, even though her and Philip are a team, you know, they've had, they, they each do their own thing separately and they seem to do it very well. And so again, we've kind of seen, 
in the in the first three episodes how you know she's she looks terrible she's you know smoking a lot she's not sleeping well she's she's her and philip are just kind of like at odds with each other and so it's it's just again this is just like another extension of of all this stuff that's that's kind of coming to a head and um, oh yeah Seen, they, I'm sorry. They haven't seen this episode where her and Philip can't even make small talk. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. they're like in the room together and they can't even, you know, like you know, how was your day? Kind of stuff. They can't even get get through that. You know, like he offered. I think I was pretty sure this is in this episode. I'm sorry if I'm wrong, but you know, he offers her a beer and she's not having it, and it's like they can't even communicate on the most basic level. You know. Yeah, that's that's this one. There's a there's a good wide shot of them with like the whole kitchen in between them that emphasizes that kind of growth apart yeah. within all of this. And then, you know, again, <clears throat> we see too that uh, Philip starts to work Kimmy again. Like he's getting back in because he's got to get the recordings uh, from her father, uh, which which again that makes like. That was kind of part of the deal. Like Philip was out, but that was the part that he still had to kind of work. Um, mm-hmm. Is is these recordings? And so again, he's still like he's doing it at this point, but he's not super comfortable with it. And I think the next episode, obviously, that comes to a huge head. Um, but it, it's kind of funny to see him get back into character and and back to back to form for that you know for that little interaction that he had with her. Well, plus going back to what we were saying about it, you know, everything Elizabeth seems to be doing in this episode doesn't go well. There was the whole side thing with um, the uh, where you know she's posing as the nurse or whatever yeah. for the the guy with the terminally ill wife, and he like uh, you know she steals his jacket and puts a bug in the seam and all this to get this conversation between the Russian or whatever, and it turns out to be nothing. Well, it, yeah. it's interrupted when she starts she starts throwing up. Like he was right about yeah. to say something, and then you know she gets sick, which again like. He, she, she positioned her, like, she needed to position the wife to be there, to give her an excuse to be there, and then the whole bug thing, and then she orchestrates this, you know, this great ballet of getting all these people in the right place, and it still goes to crap. Like, it just, it just still falls apart, because, you know, of course, this woman is, is terminally ill, and, and just has this episode, which kind of, you know, throws everything to the side. Plus, I mean, she's kind of, it's almost like she turns turns the corner. I mean, she usually thinks of art as something like kind of frivolous and kind of like not worth anything, you know. And in this, isn't this where she starts with the sketchbook was in yeah, this episode? Yeah. Uh-huh. So she's kind of like turning a corner on that too, just trying to find an outlet you know, of some sort, you know, to kind of focus herself. Because everything that she's used to doing just seems to go to go to crap, you know. And then poor Stan, although he does go and ha- and watch uh, hockey with Gennady, and so it's just mm. like again he feels obligated. Stan's more in the, the compared to next episode. Stan's more in the zone this week of where he's comfortable with. Yeah. Where it's like yes, he reluctantly has right. to go back to this thing that he purposely tried to get out of, but at the same time, this whole experience of going against the Russians is his glory days. Like this is the thing that he'll be remembered for as far as the kind of work he was doing. And so it's like, yeah, he doesn't necessarily like these people, um, especially compared to like, you know, Nina, but like he's, he still gets to like do this thing again, even if he's saying he does, you know, he's out of the game or whatnot. Um, so it's like, it, it, it's, you know, stands more in his elements than he's been in a while at this point and based on where things are going, he's probably going to be a way more in his elements as the season carries on. Um, but which 
is not going to be probably not going to be helpful for the Jennings, given that they've you know they, they, Elizabeth puts a tail on him by the end of this episode, mm-hmm. um, which is you know it's cutting it pretty close to home at this point as far as what we're trying to do. Yeah, and she makes a point of telling the other lady like, "Don't put I forget what her daughter's code name is." Um, oh yeah, I wrote, did I write it down? I don't have it. It's like don't yeah uh, don't put whoever on this because she's a little too new and. You know, obviously we know is because, yeah, she kind of lives right across the street from this, you know, from the guy we're tailing. <laughs> Probably not a good plan. Uh, but again, everything's so secret. You know, the even Julie. 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 Yes. Yeah. Don't put yeah. Julie on this. Um, because again, you know, nobody, everything is a secret. And then, of course, you know, Paige and Elizabeth have the conversation about the boy. And, you know, she's like, well, if, you know, if you, you know, d- d- if you like him, then like him. You don't have to. You don't have to work them as a source. Like it's okay to just like people, and and you know basically keep your lives separate, and that's okay. And then we see at the at the end of the episode, like Paige ends up sleeping with this this boy, uh, man, whatever you know, the student, whatever. Um, yeah. And, and again, going back to the conversation we you know they had you know a couple episodes back where she's asking her like, well, what a you know, do you have to use you know ever use sex and you know elizabeth kind of dodges the question and tells her oh no you know that's not how we do things and you know Paige is pretty smart and i think she realizes that that's not exactly true um the the thing that we get to next episode which i like is the line is the line that she has like why would i sleep with somebody if i didn't like them that's that's where she's yeah kind of i mean she's not given clear understanding of this whole situation and here's a guy where yeah she also she happens to like this guy right um in addition to knowing that he could be useful to her uh, but there's obviously a you know a, a cold separation you're supposed to be having if you're going to those means to get information which is not you know that's not going to help her in the long run of things if that's you know if no one corrects her in all of this right right as far as the, the, you know, Italian being close to home or whatever, I know I probably said this I think in the first uh, episode of the podcast, but um, he just Stan just reminds me of Hank from uh, from Breaking Bad. Like he's just everything's he's right, right under his nose. Yeah. He's like right yeah. there, and that moment where he finds out if he does, I mean, who knows? You know, the way this is written, it maybe may turn out he never finds out, but that is going to have a huge impact, much like you know, when Hank figured out who. Uh, Heisenberg was in Breaking Bad. That's the thing. Stan and Hank were both very good at their job. That's that's mm-hmm. why that's why it's easy to kind of not necessarily root for them, but want them to kind of get a win. And when the win happens to cross with you know the other people we're also supposed to be inherent, you know, ideally rooting for, you're at it. You're at an odds. Uh, it makes for good drama. And I'll be very. I will be very curious if the show really decides to go down that rabbit hole with Stan or not, because it would be. It could easily do that, which makes a level of sense because we're at the end of the series, but also, you know, keeping in line with just who these people are and how the series has functioned. It could also be very not flashy, you know, not really go to. I mean, Stan hasn't come this close to the Jennings since season one. That was the only time he got like somewhat close to discovering them for who they are. Yeah, because there was Uh, somebody didn't somebody witness them and do a sketch and it. Yeah, it was so vague like, that it it didn't, and obviously they were disguised. So it was a sketch thing, and also like there was a whole like carcher, like the the FBI like cornered someone, or they cornered them essentially, and they're in the car in disguise, and they drove off and they got away. But it's like that's the closest he got, like right, right there. I, I remember really early on in first season one too, where he's like literally leaning on a meat freezer that has a dead spy in it. Yeah, yeah. having a beer with Philip. <laughs> yeah. 
it just um it, it, it kind of reminds me of that same you know the same um, kind of character as Hank like I was saying um there, I think this is the episode where Philip has a flashback too to like scraping the food yes. out of the kitchen yeah yeah he's looking at a sandwich and chips yeah. on the on the counter and oh yeah this is a this is a sad Philip episode too as much as yeah. we talk about Elizabeth and hers but this is a I mean Philip earlier he has to talk to Henry on the phone about how he is no probably is not going to be able to afford his tuition yeah. um and it's you know it's a it's the way it's shot is heartbreaking because you're just like you're watching poor Henry on the phone yeah. like just not knowing you know he has nothing to say he's just kind of listening in all of this and he's doing great he's he just talks about how like he's in like they're going to be like the best class in years or something like that um, yeah the next year's hockey team is going to be the the team mm-hmm. you think- and yeah by the end of this yeah he gets i mean he, he um well after square dancing of course he has a he's, he's back in the office eventually and yeah he's he's looking at this this sandwich that he can just take for granted now in an office that's full of office supplies and everything he needs and then he flashes back to this sad moment of him like scraping food from a used uh, cooking pot and it's like god <laughs> yeah it's weird to think of it. it's like well what is he really is he where he's like oh no i can't afford my son's tuition at private school versus well i can feed my son at least yeah. <laughs> like, it's- right when it's funny too like in previous seasons to me like when philip interacts with the kids or even with elizabeth or just other people he seems more like naturally confident and naturally able to articulate his opinions and his points and in this episode, and then the next one with with a, with not with Henry, but with with Kimmy, he he really has a hard time trying to say what it is he wants to say. Like he really, and and again, you can kind of tell that he's struggling with the decisions he has to make, and and where he's at in his life, and his marriage, and you know his relationship with his kids. Like he has a really hard time kind of getting it out to Henry as to like what's really going on. Uh, yeah, well, I think it emphasizes the. Um the fact that both of them are lost without each other and yeah, all of this. Yeah. And and really like it kind of deepens the schism between them since like, you know, Elizabeth's kind of taking page under her wing and Philip is kind of, you know, taking care of Henry and they really aren't, you know, cross pollinating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like Elizabeth kind of doesn't care much about the financial problems and Henry and everything and you know, Philip until next episode really doesn't have a lot to do with Paige, but then in a very direct way does. Yeah. <laughs> the next episode. But uh, it just shows like even more division between the two of them. So one of the things I missed. So I was I was traveling last week, uh, and I, so I was watching it from the hotel. And when it first started, and then of course I, I was working, so somebody was like messaging me. I I missed little bits and pieces of the f- conversation that started the episode with Oleg and Stan. Um, oh, okay. So. I mean, I got some of it, but basically, it's just again they're meeting up to kind of trade notes. Yeah, it's yeah, and it's just kind of emphasizing that the there are people in in Russia that are split over Gorbachev's decisions, like what he's doing with the leadership, where some are, you know, all about what the changes he's going for, and others are very much against. So it's just kind of reiterating what we already have established and. Which I guess you know yeah. it play it plays into the themes of the episode obviously as well as far as the separation between Philip and Elizabeth. Yeah, and you kind of see also like you know both Elizabeth and Stan's roles as spies or whatever, kind of hurtling toward obsolescence uh, as they're trying to mm-hmm. like come come to Glasnost, you know, and Perestroika and stuff. 
And he's and he's you know he's 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 arguing in favor of his wife that she's more or less just it's not that she's trying to hurt the USSR by sticking with Gorbachev. It's just like she's following her orders. That's the kind yeah. of person she is. Yeah. So when it's it's interesting too, you know, I guess in the past it was Philip and Elizabeth, but you know they they meet with um with Claudia. And they can be themselves, right? Like she knows exactly who they are. They don't have to put in disguise. They can talk freely. But yet when they meet with people outside of that little group, um, like, you know, Stan, uh, Philip meets with Oleg, he still puts on the disguise and the wig and the mustache. And, uh, you know, I, it's just interesting that they, they play spy even among spies, you know? Yeah. And, and again, I'm, I, you know, protect themselves. So if somebody were to get captured, interrogated, tortured, whatever, they wouldn't be able to, to give it up. So. And of course, Mr. and Mrs. Teacup um, don't even aren't even in this episode, but it's Sophia and, and Janani. Yeah, they're they're just they, they're mentioned. That's all they, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the episodes yeah. named after them. They're just mentioned in it. Yeah. Cool. So anything. Any more thoughts on episode four? I mean, the only thing I have to add is about Kimmy, but I mean, she's so much more, you know, in the next episode that it's, I can just, yeah. Yeah. there's nothing to go into it right now. So episode five. Holy shnikes. Yeah. Uh, Get these notes out. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy lifting about to commence. Considerably more papers. <laughs> I could hear considerably more papers moving there. Yeah. So the one thing with this episode too is it really, I I thought it was interesting when they talked to Paige about World War Two, right? Because well, uh-huh. they called the Great Patriotic War. Yeah. You mean which was uh, the title? That's what they call it there, and you know the title of the episode. And and just interesting to hear the Russian perspective, right? Like, you know, Americans just think, oh, we came in and we kicked the Nazis' ass and, you know, we, we had to clean it all up, right? And, you know, people, most people that aren't, you know, uh, students of history or have an interest in it don't realize the price that the Russians paid. I mean, th- what they're saying is legitimate. Like, I mean, all those people were killed. They had a very rough time. If it wasn't for the efforts of the Russians on the Eastern Front, like it's, there's a very good chance that the Germans would have been able to to rebound back. Um, but- Plus, the staggering—I'm uh, I'm sorry to interrupt—the huh. staggering uh, difference in the amount no, amount of casualties. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the Americans were what forty k and uh, four hundred thousand killed, and then uh, twenty seven million Russians yeah. were lost in World War Two. So. Um, and it, and again. When when they mention that, there's such like fire and vitriol in their voices. Like they're legitimately angry that the Americans treat their role in World War II as this, you know, kind of white knight coming in, while the Russians were, you know, living in poverty. You know, had you know, all, you know, all their husbands and fathers and uh, brothers, you know, go off, and and a lot of them, you know, didn't make it through. And, you know, their perspective of the war is just so different. And they, they really make a point of hitting that home. And they make a point of hitting it home to Paige to kind of get her, again, to kind of give her more, you know, brainwashing, whatever whatever you want to call it, into into the fact that, you know, the, the Russians are, are, you know, are looking to, you know, keep the peace and try to, you know, keep the balance and not let the Americans just kind of, you know, run over everyone. Yeah, it. I mean, obviously, there are ways to <laughs> uh, 
understand great patriotic war history as far as why things were the way they were and what have you and what but regardless yes there's as far as the story that they're telling him telling page to get her more on their side it's affecting it it does its job um and i it's it's interesting because this is like it's a serious point versus later on and when they have this kind of when they're meeting together again it's like the one like big levity moment of the episode an episode that's very dark yeah, yeah. Um, and full of all kinds of different types of horror essentially. And, you know, they don't focus on, you know, Stalin's purge and, you know, anything else that, you know, yeah, that's what I, yeah, as I say, it's, it's like there, you know, it's not, it's not like the, yeah. the Russians is, it's not like the, the Americans made the situation bad for the Russians. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. They had their own problems going on. Yeah. Or, there, there's a, there's a, yeah. It's, they made they made their choices to begin with to get themselves into a certain position. <laughs> yeah, uh, but then we get so. Yeah, but you can see where the resentment comes from. Oh, oh for sure. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not saying. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But again, you know, Paige is only going to know that side of the story from these people's perspective, right? Like she's, you know, she's obviously not getting the Russian perspective, especially in the '80s from from the american side of things and history in school i mean she tells him at one point like i remember when you were learning about this in school i wanted to what did she say rip up the textbook and shove it down your teacher's throats or something like she was really yeah. angry when she was you know describing this to to page mm-hmm. um so, so again just more of this indoctrination of of page to get on there to get on the same on the same page as everybody else uh, i see what you did there uh and then so then Philip and Elizabeth actually have an intimate moment which we haven't seen in quite in quite some time we certainly haven't seen it this season um and then quite a contrast from the previous uh, episode I'm sorry I was going to say quite a contrast from their you know dealings in the previous episodes yes. I mean we've been seeing them go further and further and further apart and then they they come together here, but then it turns out that almost like Elizabeth's almost using herself like a honeypot to get Philip to work Kimmy Exactly. Like I, that's the first thing I thought of is when, when she starts having that conversation. I'm like, she totally worked him last night. Like, yeah, uh, you know, in the truest sense of her being the spy, and Philip totally fell for it. But what was interesting is Philip is just like, you know, she's just a kid, and he and you know, which she's an adult. I mean, she's not uh, she's not a minor, but she is now. But he, I mean, he yes. met her when she was still a teenager yes. in high right. school. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, from his perspective, he still views her as a as a kid, as a child. Um, well, he, and she's, still, she's, the, she's, round, she's roughly the same age as Paige. I mean, yes. that's the clearest yeah. thing right there. I mean, so. and, and he's kind of been reticent to even like you know work on any of the spy stuff. He's been more you know deeply entrenched in the problems of the travel company and in Henry and everything else. He's been kind of. I mean, this whole season it seems like he's been trying to move himself more away from the spycraft. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's he not only does he want not want to be involved in the spy work, but it's it's involving a contact that he's had for you know what like six years at this point yeah. from when she, you know, given the time jump and everything. So given from when she was a high schooler to now when she's you know in co- you know a, a an adult college uh, attendee, and wow. you know the fact that he's a decent person in terms of. If you subtract the spy thing out of it, his emotional state, what he is, I mean, he's more, he's the he's the more vulnerable of the Jennings. He's a he's a decent person who does. He besides the job, he doesn't like particularly like doing the you know the more gruesome stuff that's involved with it. And 
you know, he's had this experience with, you know, Martha, among other people, as far as yeah. innocents that have gotten caught in the Jennings wake and what he's tried to do to keep them either out of harm's way or, you know, or whatever better he can do. And now it's like this is going to the kind of plot that they set up as far as Kimmy's going to get involved in some kind yeah. of like Midnight Express style, like drug capture. Yeah. And they use her to to extort their, her father to get information. It's like, what? No, I do, I do not want to be involved in this. Like, this is not the. Right. You, you buttered me up for this. Well, no, thank you. Like, I don't. But I, like, it's it's putting him at such a weird odds of how to handle this kind of situation. And it's pretty dark. I mean, we haven't seen them. You know, we've seen them do some pretty terrible things to you know mostly terrible people. Sometimes not so terrible, but yeah, um, yeah. You know, or used, you know, again, like you said, Martha's a a perfect example of somebody that's just kind of pure of heart that just really just got kind of got caught sideways. But she was an adult and she was, you know, she somewhat made her own choices. Um, And, you know, for him and again, you know, to to take somebody that's roughly the same age as his daughter and to use her in this method. um, And and so, you know, Philip tries to. To say, you know, hey, there's got to be another way. There's got to be something we could do. And, you know, again, Elizabeth just says, look, this is like these other things haven't gone the right way. We have to like this is this is, you know, we have a we have a somebody that's talking to the Americans and spilling information. And we have to know what that is. And this is literally the only she makes it like a personal plea to Philip, right? Like, yeah. like she's going to have negative consequences if this doesn't pan out the way she wants it to. This isn't like this isn't just for like do this one for Mother Russia. This is this is do this one for me because I'm your wife and I'm asking you to to do this for me. Mm-hmm. And she makes it very personal too. She's like saying, "I, I took some notes here too." She's like, "You know, our security it all comes down to this. You know, I re- I haven't asked you for much, but I really need this one. You know." And he like she he's not only playing on his loyalties for for Russia, but his loyalty to her. Yeah. You know. So of course, Philip starts to to kind of butter the grease the wheels there. Takes Kimmy out and says, "Oh, well, you know, I can meet. You. I'm going to Rome, and I can meet you in Greece." And she's like, "Eh, eh, maybe not." You know, I'm a college kid that doesn't need to be hanging out with a cool guy while I'm with my friends in Greece. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so he, I don't know about this, and that's very convenient. <laughs> so. Yeah, and then you can see how conflicted Philip is. Like he 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 takes her to the car. He and as he's walking around, it's almost like he has to like sum up his his fortitude to to do what he knows has to come next and uh and and basically seduces her and man like that was a really uncomfortable thing to watch um you know so obviously he puts the moves on her in the car and the next thing you know they're in bed and absolutely uncomfortable i totally agree with that and it was just like i mean i've seen them do some uncomfortable things on this show but to me i was just like man this man thinks he's having sex with his own daughter like i mean that's that that has to be what's going through his head like you know and and it's man it was that was tough (laughs) yeah it's a it's it's difficult stuff to to take in and like i mentioned horror and there's a lot there's a lot of body horror in this episode Uh, it's, you know, it's things like that. There's some up close kills that happen that are pretty rough. And even the kind of the fight that, um, Philip gets into, you know, the sparring with Paige that he gets into, it's just kind of like, there's a lot of emotional, you know, violence going on in this episode. That's, it's, it's, it's intense. Yeah. 
and very it's all very american so that's the thing it, it's a the, the the director of this episode is uh, Thomas uh, Shlami, Tommy Shlami. That's what he, he goes by, Tommy. For him on commentaries, and um, he's a he's a TV vet. He's done so many things, particularly particularly with uh, Aaron Sorkin. Um, and he is there's some great visual shots in this episode as far as kind of framing that I really noticed and admired. Um, and it, but it does a great job of emphasizing kind of the uh, the some of the gruesomeness of the violence, some of the kind of the uncomfortableness of the situations they're in and just, you know, just the emotions of the characters as far as framing them. Oh Uh, yeah. There's a lot of great stuff. There's a shot, a great shot. And I wish I could have screen captured this in some way, but a great shot of like, after he leaves pages dorm room of Philip walking down a hallway and it's just like a silhouetted image of him. Oh yeah. And then he he stops at the elevator and the elevator doors open and the light comes on his face, which I thought, I thought of like a, that's the moment he's like, I got to call Kimmy and call this whole thing or, you know, just call it off. Like, it's just like the, it just looked like it was like a light, like the light was like a light bulb going off in his head. It was just like shots like that throughout this episode that I just really admired. Like, that, like, that one really stuck with me. Also, the look on his face when they're actually in a room having he's having sex with her. Like, she looks like this is something she's wanted and she's really happy. And But Philip's face is nothing but, like, anguish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he's just, like, he's just, he's so struggling with the, what he's dealing with. And, uh, and it, it's, it's not something he's really, I don't know, it, it, I mean, it's something he's had to deal with in the past in the show, but not to this degree, maybe. And just, again, to talk about the direction on it, um, it, you know, normally when we see sex scenes in TV shows or whatever, especially in this show, like, you know, there's a lot leading up to it. You know, we kind of see the, the the foreplay, if you will, the the seduction, you know, all that kind of stuff. And we go from the two of them kissing in the car to, like, boom, like, right, you know, we, we're right in the middle of it in that next shot. And it's this overhead shot, you know, from the front. It's, it's just like... Again, it just adds to the uncomfortableness that you know. It's it's like we're sharing how uncomfortable this is with Philip, uh, and I, I thought that's what to me that's what made it even that much more powerful. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, just very well done. Um, so the 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 scene with Paige in the bar. So like, yeah, her, fr- her friends ditch her. She's hanging out with these guys. Now this is the same guy. That it's not the same guy. Oh, okay, that's what I thought. I was like, I had to look this up, yeah, because I was like, this isn't the same guy, right? And I was, I was like, really making sure I did because I was writing my review on it. I was like, I want to make sure I'm doing this right. Yeah, it's not the same person. Right. It's a different person. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say this looks like a different different guy. Um, yeah, and I was like, why would it go this way? Like all the, like that seems yeah. so weird for them. Yeah, so it's yeah, no, it's a, it's a different character because and, and he has a friend, um, and yeah, things get heated up. <laughs> yeah and she you know she's like okay you know they you know she's he basically you know oh, you're not that hot and you know you know it teasing his his friend for you know hitting on page and yeah, his, his drunk friend is just being like just the being worst a person yeah i mean yeah yeah um she even says i, I wrote it, if you ever want to get laid again better get a better wingman yeah and that's what's that's what's <laughs> But somehow the friend takes like massive offense to it. it's like that's it. Yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah. He's, he's so upset about that line. Yeah. Uh, and so of course she goes to leave, and he grabs her, and then she just she just reacts right like she's been do- you know we've seen for a couple seasons now where she's you sparring with Elizabeth and kind of honing her physical skills. You know, ever since the two of them were jumped in the in the parking lot, and and Elizabeth had basically killed that dude um, that that jumped them, uh, and 
And so she just goes off on these guys. Like she, you know, she beats the crap out of the one guy. And then the, the, the guy that she was talking to, you know, walks out and, and tries to, you know, calm her, you know, just kind of like try and relate to her or whatever. And Elizabeth just turns around, or uh, Paige just turns around and just punches him square in the nose. Uh, I mean, yeah. she's to be to her credit. I mean, she's trying to get out of there and he grabs yes. her by the arm. And so it's like, yeah, that wasn't a good move. And yeah, she just smacks him in the face, yeah. like knocks yeah. him down. Yeah. It's more like instinct for her now. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Um, and of course, she goes home, and and Elizabeth just has this reaction to her, just like, you know, again, part of we kind of saw it in the previous episode, right? With the whole with the thing with the food, right? Like they don't even want Russian food in the house, and mm-hmm. you know, he took his bite, and she and she immediately threw it down the garbage disposal. So they are going to the extreme to make sure that their outside life doesn't bleed into their in inside life. And here Paige is, you know, they're trying to make sure, you know, again, because it's one of those things, like if she gets arrested or she, you know, if if people, you know, anyway, if, if, if she starts drawing too much attention to herself, then people recognize her and, and everything else. And yeah, he's trying, she's, she's doing it the tough way, tough love, but yeah. she's trying to protect her daughter. Exactly. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And, and, Paige get kind of like again. We've seen so many seasons of Paige being quiet, um, you know, humble, you know, not really rocking the boat. I mean, you know, she had the thing with the preacher and his wife, and, and but she was very, still very sweet. And now she's like yelling back at Elizabeth and and telling her, "Look, I'll sleep with who I want to sleep with," and right and, and blurting that out right in front of her father and you know the two of them who's who has the his reactions what yeah, it's like, like what, just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which. Which is perfectly normal reaction um, to that kind of a conversation, uh, but uh, but yeah, and then and then you know she kind of you know storms out and Phil, they have that great interchange with Philip and Elizabeth where where um, you know Elizabeth's like oh you never you know you never thought she was fit for this or whatever and Philip is like I never said that she couldn't do this that she wouldn't be good at it or she couldn't do it I always I never wanted her to do it. Like he knew she was capable of being good at it. He just didn't want her to have to do it. Uh. Which we should just talk about it now, even though it's not chronological, but like the, the scene where, you know, where Philip goes to Paige's dorm room and he has that line. He's like, I want to see, I want to see what you've learned. And just like, and the way it's just the, the way he's posturing himself just stood out to me too. Like his hands are still in his pocket. Like he's so like, He's like, okay, what what can my daughter really do in all of this? Has she been trained? Is she, is she good enough to tackle this, this you know, murdering people in cold blood in the real world? Can she do that? And she's like, well, mom always has pads. Like, well, yeah, there's not really pads in the real yeah, world. Like, just the way, yeah, he did. He gets her, he gets her, you know, excited, and then they fight, and it's just like. It, again, it's shot well. Like, there's a couple, like, um, I noticed some, like, frame grabs, you know, kind of, like, to speed up the action that I enjoy. I like, <laughs> some action movies do that, like, martial arts movies do that, where they, like, take out a couple frames, so it just makes it look like they're even quicker than they yeah, are. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so th- there's a couple shots of that with Paige to, like, make her, he's like, oh, she can she, she can fight, but Phillip's just easily naked, taking her down. He's just using, like, one, he's like, he's, he's like Vader in Empire. He's, like, just one-handed kind of, yeah. you know, going, going at her. Well, and then he gets... Kinda, oh, I'm sorry. She's almost, she's kind of defiant before the fight. You know, she's oh, like, sure, yeah. she's like, you're not into what me and mom do, but I am. You know, I'm not the same as you, dad. You know, and, and he's, I mean, she has no idea. Go back home, you know? old man. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's, exactly. But, but yeah, Phillips, you know, he, he shows that he's fully capable of doing this. Um, but also he puts her in this headlock and that, that's when she improvised. He's like, okay, bite him. She bites his arm and it like, it, it, you know, it, it, it hurts, but Phillips just kind of like, all right, I'll, I'll hold on to this for a second. Then he just really puts her in a chokehold. But then when he like, once he lets go, he looks, it's like, he looks at his arm and he's like, looks at the bite and he's like, not bad. And he gets out. He just leaves. It's just like it's such a good scene. Yeah, yeah. It's such a great like moment. So like, this scene yeah. conflicted me a lot because I was like, <clears throat> was Philip? I, I almost wonder if Philip had multiple motivations for this. Like, was oh, for sure was he doing yeah. it in part to hopefully have Paige hurt him, um, or be physically aggressive with him because of what he did to Kimmy? Was he trying to teach her that? Yeah, your mom is teaching you all this stuff, and you think you're a badass, but there's people out there that are ten times more badassery than these two boneheads that you fought in a bar, and you need to watch yourself, because um, if if you view me as somebody who's, quote, out of the game and been away for a long time, and I just, you know, basically threw you around like a rag doll, you, you know, what are you going to do in the in the real world if you run across somebody that that is more formidable than even I am. Like he, like Philip's yeah. not an imposing guy. Um, I think it's part of part of column A and part of column B. Yeah, it's all of those know? things. Yeah. yeah, it's all of those things, and, and, and not exclusive to just one. I mean, he's obviously frustrated with the situation with Kimmy. This is allowing him to blow off that kind of steam with a page, you know, almost as a surrogate for Kimmy. <laughs> And the frustration that he's feeling, and then also, you know, to kind of take her down a peg and let her understand that this is not a game. This is not, you know, playing around with your mom. This is, you know, you think I'm out of it, but look what I did, yeah. you know. It was just, it was really, really well done. I mean, it just was really mm-hmm. well done. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Philip calls Kimmy and it calls the whole thing off. And he not only calls it off, but he tells her, like, explicitly, Hey, if somebody wants yeah. to send you to a to a communist country, do not go. Like he's he's blown at this point. He's blown his cover. Like he's you know, there's he can't go back down that road anymore. Like he's done. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I fully expect we will not see her again this this season. Like or you know, period. See, and, I I actually wonder that. I wonder if like, well, they still try to get to her anyway. Like and just you know, just become like this even more horrible thing because he's done that. Or you know, I don't know. But um, I hope not. I don't. And he's, he's basically declaring treason. Yeah. If you think about yeah. it, you know, he's like throwing his everything away for for this moment of principle. And like a, this is the as much as the scene with Elizabeth and the and you know uh, uh, you know we'll talk about it in a minute. I'm sure it was shocking. This was shocking. So this is the part. Like I said, it's almost like the roller coaster starting to tip. Yeah. You know, it's like oh my god, he's just thrown everything away. It, to save this, you know, to, to back away from this. Yeah, and this is the other scene with Philip where I was talking about where he's, like, when he's in his persona with Kimmy, he's very, of course, he has to play it this way. He's very confident. He's very loose. He's very funny. He's, you know, Mr. Cool Guy. And when he's on the phone with Kimmy, he's, like, back in Philip mode where he's struggling to get out what he wants to say. He's very um, calm. He's very reserved, depressed. Uh, you know, very mm-hmm. much not like what she's used to hearing from him, uh, which which again made it more like the world is getting very heavy for for Philip Jennings. Um, so Liz has some action. In this the killing spree a continues. A little bit. 
Uh, so before it gets to that point, at first, you know, she makes an attempt to get Gennady, you know, in the street, yes. just like he got, she got the guy that Paige encountered the other, the, the first episode, you know, as far as just like, do the old, do you have a light thing? And I, you know, assume murder him horribly in the middle of the street and leave and nobody knows. Um, but that fails because there's an FBI guy right there. Um, so, so she does it again. She gets into the house. It's like watching like a slasher movie as if you were Michael Myers from his perspective. Yeah. And she gets Gennady. I mean, it's a, there's a really there's a lot of cool like stealth stuff as far as she's behind the refrigerator and then she's behind the door. Yeah. She has to be as quiet as possible. And then Gennady gets in there and she bursts out behind the door and stabs him in the neck. And it's like, oh, okay. And then she's got jamming and through, and through like and yeah and through the through the bottom of the chin, yeah. right? It gets there. Yeah. yeah. And it's really violent and horrible, um, and that's done. And it's like, okay, well, she, she did that job, I guess. And then Sophia walks in. And it's like, oh, jeez, now she's got to do this. And my mind's like, I hope the boy doesn't like walk in at this point. It's so jeez. And she, yeah, she stabs her like what in the back, and like gets her onto the and ground then, yeah, and then pulls then, her head back and sl- yeah. cuts her throat. And it's like, jeez, okay. Yeah, this is and like it's a it's a back shot too. Like it's behind her, and you just see the blood hit the wall. Yeah you know, next to it. And then like, yeah, that's when she hears the TV and Ilya's sitting there watching, I think, uh, what babes in Toyland. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's almost, it's almost worse that, that she was able to do all that and he didn't hear anything. You know I mean? As, as gruesome and as terrible as it would have been for him to have, for her to have to kill the boy as well. Uh I mean, I mean, I don't know. His parents are murdered in the next room and he didn't even, you know, hear a thing. When it and that's what clued her in, right? Like he, she looks at the TV and it's clearly like a children's show, and it's like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, like two two fully grown adults would not be watching this program, and then like that's when she peers her head over. I really thought so. At this moment, I'm like, okay, if she kills the kid, then she doesn't make it out of this show alive. I thought that. That if she ends up killing the kid, then she has no redemption left, and and they'll they'll like she'll she'll they'll kill her. They'll she will not survive the show. Um, so I was really riveted watching her as she slow. And again, the whole thing was very not slow in a negative sense, but like she's trying not to make any noise. She's getting up very slowly. You know, she moves around. And, and, and of course he, you know, the, the boy doesn't hear anything and, and she's able to get away. But mm-hmm. I was like, man, I, I, it was very tense for me because I, I really wasn't sure if she was going to kill the kid or not kill the kid. Yeah, it almost reminded me of that Black Mirror episode with the baby. Anyway. Not to get off track, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Though, but uh, going back to what you were saying before, Aaron, I, I'm sorry. Um, really well shot. Like, not. I mean, you mentioned the scene of, of Philip in the elevator, or whatever. That that really stood out. But this whole sequence really stood out for me. It's just really incredibly uh, well well choreographed and directed. And then her slinking away, just really good. And then, yeah, then you get to the kind of the aftermath where, like, Stan arrives and it's like, uh, okay, all this stuff has happened. And he is not happy. Um, and he go, it pushes him to go to Phil, Philip's house and be like, let's have a drink. Yeah, let's have a drink. Yeah. Like, we need a beer. <laughs> like, something that hasn't happened apparently since before Renee. Like, it's just like something he just doesn't do anymore. But it's like, this is the job that it's most stressful for him as far as things he can't answer right away. And, and he surprisingly tells Philip a lot more than I would have expected him to. Yeah. yeah, he gets yeah, into he it. Does. 
And it makes me wonder, like, if they're... Because, again, Stan is good at his job, and whether he knows it or not, and he, he most surely probably doesn't, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's a subconscious thing, you know, nagging him to think, I should be looking more closely at my neighbors. Uh, and I, 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 I think that's still there. And I think that might be, you know, something that's kind of dialing back up again now that things are, you know, in the position that they're in. And, of course, Philip immediately, like, the wheels are turning in his head, and he's like... It, he, I'm pretty sure he knows it was Elizabeth that did it. Like at that point, he's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure." Because he, because didn't she tell Philip earlier in the episode that we have a Russian? No, no, that was that was talking to that wasn't Gennady. She didn't tell her about Gennady. It was another Russian that was uh, part of the conference that was talking to to the CIA. Well, it's like she's also like the only like field person in the DC yeah. area that would do this kind of yeah. thing. Like she's she's the one that controls all the other operatives that are kind of around. Right. Like so it's so it's like, yeah. So if some if something heinous like that happens specifically to people of that nature, whether it's Russians or government officials or something like that, it's probably Elizabeth that's the one that's responsible. Yeah. If it, if, it, if it's not him, it's it's gotta be Elizabeth. Yeah. Uh so so yeah, again that was that was interesting. That that exchange. And then of course we get the uh the drunken uh Slumber party with Claudia, Elizabeth, and uh, and Paige, Paige talking about their Paige, yeah. sexual escapades as young uh, adults or close, close near near young near young adults, I guess. Um, yeah, it it gives character actress Margot Martindale a chance to have fun, um, drunk acting, yeah. um, which is which is nice yeah. <laughs> in an episode of Tower. hour. <laughs> yeah. And it was uh, it was like a moment of levity that was desperately needed in this. And the one thing, again, another contrast. Like we saw the episode, and we've seen this before with Philip, where when he has flashbacks to his childhood about how horrible things were, you know, scr- you know, struggling to stay warm, scraping empty buckets for food, and then Elizabeth almost proudly says, you know, when she talks about you know their time after the war or during the war, she's like, oh yeah, we ate rats, and it was almost like a I don't know, maybe a moment of pride is not exactly what I want to say, but she wasn't, like, depressed about it. Like, Philip, like, they, if it was Philip, like, he wouldn't have said anything, and we would have just seen the flashback of, like, him taking a shoe to a rat and then, you know, having it over a spit over an open, you know, fire or something. Whereas mm-hmm. Elizabeth is just like, we ate rats. I was like, man. <clears throat> yeah. So. Yeah. Even even the even the the you know quote unquote moment, more you know lighter moments are pretty dour. Yeah. <laughs> it does, like it does. For one thing, Claudia does not open up ever. So right. this is like, well, that's a that's an interesting change. And then even Elizabeth's kind of getting in on it too, as far as going. Like, we don't. You mentioned this before, us. We don't hear. We haven't heard much about um, kind of Elizabeth's time. As often as we do, it's like Philip's time comparably. So it's like okay, there's a, there's there's some story here as far as things that have gone on. Yeah, when and when Claudia talks about you know things, it's more in in broad strokes about life in Russia and history of Russia and and things like that. It's not specific moments. So you know, kind of her talk about her you know husband being killed in the war and you know basically sleeping with a soldier for food. And Paige is like, you slept with him for food, and she's like. Yeah, I was starving. Like, and I was, you know, an attractive woman at that time. Uh, so it was just, yeah, it was kind of funny. 
So yeah, so five episodes in. Again, I, I agree, Aaron. This is definitely the best episode this season, or this season, and... You know, it's, you know, if I were to rank them all, this is probably like a, you know, this is an upper tier episode for the show. I mean, it just, again, because of the, uh, you know, just because of everything going on and the consequences and things starting to feel, you know, that there's, there's, you know, there's a shift happening. There's momentum. There's, there's a weight to it. It's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm really like last episode I thought was, was good, but I kind of started to think like maybe this is kind of like, starting to chug a little bit and then we get to the to you know to the episode five and i'm like holy crap like okay that's not happening Mm -hmm. yeah it's uh it's only gonna be a runaway train from here (laughs) yeah for sure no we didn't mention oleg by the way oh yes Um, oleg Oleg, Oleg meets tatiana who what did he do exactly i can't remember what he did exactly He, he like was he working with? Was he like giving stuff to Stan at that point, which kind of ruined her operation? Was that what was happening? Yeah, because remember there was that weird spot where, man, it was two seasons ago, I think, when like the Russians knew that he was working, that Oleg was supposed to be working Stan. The FBI mm-hmm. thought Stan was working Oleg, and like really, yeah, they, it was this weird stalemate. Yeah, that they and they had. really just kind of like were pushing both ends against the middle. And I think I forget mm-hmm. what the specifics were, but Tatiana was working. I forget what the operation she was working was, and because of him tipping off the FBI, like it it fouled up her episode or her her episode. It fouled up her operation, and so mm-hmm. you know she had you know she had aspirations to run the Residentura. Like that was, I mean, back when she was her and Oleg were because her and Oleg became an item after um, after uh, after Nina, Nina and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so. You know, she felt like she got played and it obviously hurt her career uh, because because that was kind of like a black mark on her career. So she's basically just been in the same jobs that she's been in. Um, and then she has that that interaction with the new director of the Residentura where he's like, oh, great. I get to tell the the KGB like, uh, yeah, we still don't know. Just just uh, yeah, we don't we don't we don't know anything more than we knew yesterday. Um and then she has that moment where she's like, "Yeah, he's not he's not here to to be a student. Um, I don't know what he's doing, but he's definitely not here to do that. Oh, and put pressure on his father. It's like, man, she's so she's. I mean, she's she was slighted in more than one way, right? Like she was slighted as a lover. She was slighted professionally. Uh, and then and then Oleg left, and she had to to pick up the pieces. So she's bitter on multiple fronts, right?" Mm-hmm. But yeah, you could tell it's like they're bringing all the, you know, again, it's like final season, right? So like all these, all these stones are turning up, you know, the, the general comes back and now we have, uh, Tatiana and, uh, you know, his parents and, uh, I think it's really cool how they're tying up all the, bringing in all the loose ends though. I mean, I really, I really appreciate that about the writing. I really, I mean, we talked about before, but I'm curious to see if we, you know, see more of Martha or, um, or any of the other kind of characters that have been floating in and out over the past few six seasons. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's only so many people left, honestly. What, like the pastor comes back or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, and his wife. Yeah. Do you think there's any chance on the show that that Stan doesn't end up finding out that they're spies? I'd say it's a smaller chance, but it's there. 
I could see it going either way. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I'm, I'm, yeah. So I'm excited to, to see how things are going. So, yeah. So five episodes down, five to go, halfway point. Yep. You guys have, bring you it. Have, <laughs> you guys have any other final thoughts? I can't wait to see what the next five episodes bring. I, I'm really, I mean, as as great as everything's been so far this season, I really am looking forward to seeing them stick the landing, for sure. I was just really impressed with um, this episode. Uh, I mean, I like the the previous episode of Mr. and Mrs. Teacup as well, but uh, this, the great patriotic war, like, it's just a, a damn good episode of the Americans. I was very, it, it, as I've said everything already, like, it's a longer episode, but it has time to, like, really breathe, but accomplish what it needs to. It's intense. It's well-made. Like, it just has all these elements that just make me very happy to be watching this show because of it, because it's just, it's so good at what it's trying to yeah. do. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Well, cool. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, we should be back next week, so I don't, hopefully we won't have any more uh, two-week breaks between now and, and the rest of the season. Uh, but thanks for listening. Thanks for everyone in the Walking Dead TV uh, podcast feed for indulging us to uh, put this out on there on, and disrupt the feed with these episodes. But so far, the feedback has been uh, pretty positive for us doing that. Uh, and uh, we hope you enjoy what uh, what uh, our discussions. Please uh, also, um, I, I do. I'm back to writing uh, weekly reviews for um, the Americans as well as we live. We live in, we, excuse me, we live entertainment. Um, which you can be found there. You can find, I'm putting them on the uh, walking dead TV podcast as well, but I'm having a lot of, it's good to write about it too. Like I enjoy doing it and I, you know, try to be as good as I can as far as right, you know, doing more than just a recap, which I know a lot of other sites do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you put yeah. a little different flair onto it. It's not just a straight up, like, yeah, I try is... to, and, and you know, much like we're doing on this episode right now, I try to analyze the actual episode as far as what it's attempting to do as far as, instead of, what it's yeah. doing and you so. recently Absolutely. put up a review of a little independent movie small budget movie that may have released uh or or will be released by the time you hear this podcast yeah it's called avengers <laughs> um is it french <laughs> yeah yeah it's La- lavengers La um, yeah it's it's about it's a, it's about a, a group of individuals um, following the yellow brick road to the end of a rainbow to find some stones. It's it's very it's it's pretty cl- it's pretty interesting. Somebody say extraordinary individuals. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. I thought the uh, the I, I found it amazing you blew the big Ace Ventura cameo uh, <laughs> in, your, in your review. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of crazy that you would do that. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, definitely, definitely check that out, um, and then come back to hhwlod.com for all the rest of the cool stuff that we have going on on the feeds. Um, so yeah, we'll see you uh, next week, unless you uh, hear us on Fear the Walking Dead, and then you'll hear us sooner than next week. 